Welcome to 247 Real Talk. It's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm your host, Julian Perry. Once again, we're going to sit and chat a little while about something that's in the news, something that sort of got my attention this past week. We're going to talk about confronting hate and the impact of negative and unfair comments. So grab your favorite beverage, sit back and relax, and uh, I'll be right back with you. So good evening once again. I say good evening regardless of the time you look at or listen to the podcast, depending if you're looking at YouTube or one of your favorite podcast apps or the website. Um, it's Wednesday, February 15th. I'm looking past my camera to the clock behind me, 8.32 p.m. Um, usually by this time in the evening, I'm uh, in my bed already because I get up at 4 a.m. to start my day to work. But on the nights I record a podcast, I take a little time to, you know, a little extra time so I can have these conversations with you. So this week I'm talking about confronting hate. I'm talking about the impact of negative and unfair comments. And what triggered my um, my desire to have this conversation with you this week was, I think it started with the Super Bowl um, last Sunday and, and um the halftime performance by Rihanna. Now, I think it had less to do with Rihanna, or, or you know, and more about the next day, Monday, as I read comments um, online, on Facebook, even comments from people I consider friends, to hear the negativity and the, and, and the and the the hatred. Um, from people who pro- you know, probably can't sing, can't dance, and certainly don't have the, the, the heart to stand, what was she on a platform, what, 100 feet in the air? And perform. Pregnant. You know, there's a deep issue here, and it's the issue that we have been plagued with and fighting for a while. It's the issue of as I spoke about in previous podcasts about adults going and children going online and, and bullying and shaming other people who eventually commit suicide who's, or who have their lives destroyed, who, who never reach their potential because they're, they go into a shell and they become an introvert and they, they live scared and they lived uh, timid and they lived uh, believing that everything about them is unacceptable. I remember, I think it was during the the performance, or right after, I read comments like, wait, I stayed up all night for halftime for this? Or, I was expecting to see more skin? Or, what was that? Or, 
why didn't she gyrate more? Why didn't she dance more? Obviously, you could see that she was pregnant. I guess some people assumed initially that it was her stomach from her previous pregnancy. But either way, what what these people wanted was was what we would term in a lot of ways, you know, vulgarity. And I say that you know very carefully because um, that's my opinion. But you know. They wanted what they were getting the strip club on national TV, right? They, they, they. You had people on there who, as I sort of dive or dove into the the the, the meaning behind their messages, there were people on there who were gonna make messages regardless, and they're gonna make messages regardless because she is a black woman. This is fact. I'm not pulling a race car. I'm telling you like it is. The comments they made made no sense. Uh, and then you know, the people that made these comments, I kind of clicked on their name, and some of them had no no uh, security, so to speak. So you're able to look at their conversations in their feed. And you could tell from their conversations that they live a life of hate, of prejudice. Inherently, you know, it, it's so built in that the minute they saw Rihanna there, they couldn't get past who they are in that essence to, 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 you know, say anything that was meaningful. I understand people who said, I didn't like the show. That's your prerogative. Nothing wrong with that. That's a fair statement, if that's you. I can understand people saying, I don't like Rihanna's music. That's also fair. I mean, there's a lot of artists out there that that I see at the 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 award shows that I don't like. I can understand people saying, oh I like the choreography, but I'm not a Rihanna fan. That's okay too. But that's not what I was hearing. What I was hearing was was hatred and 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 and, and racism buried in, in, in hatred and comments that made no sense from people who when I looked at their names, not only I've never heard of but if you Google them, they don't exist in terms of entertainment or anything like that. You know, you have to walk in someone else's shoes to understand what it takes to go out in a stadium. Well, I don't know how many people were there, what, 80, 90,000, whatever it was. Go out in the stadium, perform, forget the pregnancy for a second, you know, do work with choreography that had you on platforms up in your ear. And someone pointed out, I saw a video today that I didn't recognize during the performance, but there's there's one performer who slipped twice in the platform. Now I tried to I looked at closer I, and I think I I I did see a uh, sort of a cord behind Rihanna. I want to believe that she was tethered. I would hope that she was. But to even get up there and do that and not have nerves and perform and perform the way she did clean her music that's that that's an accomplishment some people uh you know went on to say oh she's no beyonce well beyonce is no rihanna they're two different people there's so many singers in the world who are not beyonce yet we love them we listen to their music okay not everyone can be mariah carey not everyone can be beyonce not everyone everyone can be rihanna but yet if you if you like the music you like that artist you support him, right? But like I said, this was beyond what I got. As the comments continued, you could see that they strayed from Rihanna and her performance to something else. You saw that the trolls come out and use this opportunity to spew their negativity, their, their hatred, their anger. 
And unfortunately, when I read stuff like that, I kind of feel sorry for them because I recognize that the only misery here is is them. The ones who are writing this must must be really disgruntled and really unhappy with their own lives. I can't believe that it is a natural thing. I, as a human being, have never found it as a natural thing to just automatically look at something that happens and have something negative to say. I have a friend of mine. Like I, I, he's a friend of mine on Facebook. Every time, every single day, he finds something nasty and negative to criticize the president about, President Biden. Now, if you watch enough of my podcast, you understand I'm not a Biden fan. I think there's a whole lot of crap going on with the White House, but I also think there's a whole lot of crap going on with government, right? Not to digress, but we, we, we currently, and for the last term and in the probably foreseeable future, have a government that does nothing for the people. Is They're interested in being elected, and then they do their own thing, right? We don't matter. None of us matter. I don't care whether you're Republican or, or Democrat. We're just the pawns that get them into power. And I wish most of us, or more of us, would recognize that. But the point is that every single day, he has the nastiest things to say about the vice president and president that's at first, when he started saying them, I was trying to find the political complaint that he had. Then I realized that it was automatic hatred. And I'm trying to figure out, does he know them personally? No, he doesn't. So why that level of hatred? Why that level? Why that need to wake up every day and take the time to go on Facebook and write something that's negative about, I mean, and some of it is really stupid. I'm sorry. Some of it is 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 shaming or, or, or saying hateful things about the president, vice president, that probably if he looks in the mirror, reflect exactly who he is himself. Human things. You know, if the president was speaking and he, and he, and he stuttered or something, you know, that made him an, an, an imbecile or this or that or whatever. That, these are ridiculous things. I realize that this is who we have become as human beings, and it's sad. We have gone to or, be, or become, have gone to a place where we live with hearts of hatred. We live with hearts of envy. We live with hearts that, that have gotten us to a place where if anyone else is doing better than we are, and they're not someone that we are forced to support or we do support them. Everything we have to say about them is negative. It's similar to seeing a, 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 an entrepreneur, a, a person of color who's an entrepreneur, do well, and you hear the comment, oh, you know, I wonder how much drugs he sold, right? It's an automatic thing where people have this negative connotation, you know, this negative approach towards at first, I think it's one group, and then I think it eventually becomes everything in their lives. How much energy, what does it take from within you to say something kind and supportive of someone or not to say something at all? How much more energy does it take to say something that's negative? To say something that's negative, I mean, for me, if I had to and I try not to, then I really have to think about it. For people who say negative things right off the bat, that's who they've become. I have another friend of mine who I can guarantee you anything you say, he will criticize. And he's a really good person otherwise. I realized after paying attention to him for a while that he has lived a life and gone through certain things 
and instead, you know, that become his personality, and the negativity and the criticism that he has is automatic. He's it's it's subconscious. He doesn't even have to think about it anymore. It's become his natural response. I think we as human beings need to start training ourselves in in how we respond. It's a very important thing because we don't recognize how many people are sad because of the rest of our behavior towards them. We don't recognize how many people are struggling with mental health issues because of the rest of our behavior towards them. We don't recognize how many people who have failed to reach their potential because of our, uh, their fear of our negative attitude and responses to them. And the worst part is we don't pay enough attention to the number of people who have ended their lives, who have taken their own lives because of our response to them, because of our approach to them, because of our criticism, because of our, 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 our spewing our hatred, a hatred that already belongs within ourselves because we're the ones with the problem, not them. It is not always easy to say positive things all the time. It takes practice. And even as I have this conversation with you, there are times when I come out and say things and then I, you know, that I feel a negative, but the difference is I pay attention and recognize after the fact and I say, Julian, you shouldn't have said that or you should have said that in a different way. It's so important to be uplifting and to, to, to even in the worst of situations, to try and show another human being that there's another option, there's another chance. You know, it's not, not everyone can be rehabilitated. I believe that that's just not possible. But people's lives can be, you know, you can add value to someone's life when you decide to use words of kindness instead of hate. I'm saying all this to say that look at who you've become as human beings. Why can't we practice positivity? In all the other podcasts, I talk about uniting and joining together and using our force for good, for the good of all the people, for getting government, for getting Washington to finally come to its knees and recognize why they're there and who employs them. But none of that can happen if we're going to continue to hate each other for no reason. I mean, this Super Bowl that I referred to, how many are counting the, the hundreds of comments that I read that were negative? I can probably guarantee you that almost every single one of those people have never met Rihanna. Probably most of them have never seen her in concert or seen her in person. So that's even worse now because you're, you're hating or shaming someone that you have no access to. You don't know anything about their lives. You know, it was, it was sort of like when we, when we dealt with the, the slap, the famous slap with Will Smith. And people had all these judgmental things to say about Will about Jada, about Chris Rock. But none of us are standing or sitting in their shoes. We look at these people as we see them in their lives on stage. We look at Rihanna singing. We look at Will Smith acting. We look at Chris Rock acting and, and doing a stand-up comedy. And we identify with them as, as that being who they are. But we never stop to think that the person we see in public is not the person in private. We might actually see someone who's confident and bold when they get into the acting mode, but when they're not acting, they're vulnerable. And the impact of our statements when they sit there and read our comments over and over again has such a negative impact on their lives. We wonder many times when we see celebrities overdose 
almost every other day, and I think I've mentioned it before, I, I sign up to the Extra TV um, news, and I get Extra TV updates every day on my email. And probably twice a week, even to tonight, I saw something where someone committed suicide. Someone that has some celebrity status. I didn't know them. But the point is, you often wonder why people with money and fame would do things like that. And it's, and in many cases, they're unhappy with how they're treated. They can't deal with the pressures of what we public do to them. And, and you know, I hate to hear this statement. Well, if you're going to be a celebrity, you have to learn to deal with the, with the comments. Why? Why can't we start with, if you're going to be a human being, you need to speak fairly. You need to be kind. We don't put those those levels of of of, of uh, measuring on our on ourselves, right? We feel it's okay to say negative things, nasty things, to criticize, to ridicule uh, celebrities or people who are well known, and then when when their reaction is not what we expect, then we turn around and we make it worse by 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 trying to end their careers and ruin their lives. Because they didn't live up to our standards. Who said they need to live up to our standards? The guy on the screen, like I said, is reading a script. When he goes home, he's a real person. She's a real person. They have real lives. They're real family members. Many celebrities out there, we don't know any of their family members. We don't know nothing like you know what they're like. Because they're normal people with a celebrity in their household. They've got the same arguments, the same struggles, the same issues, the same uh, things to resolve, okay? They deal with illness and sicknesses just like we do. They have to go to the doctor. They get a prognosis that's not good. They, they deal with diabetes. They deal with medication. Every single thing that we deal with, they deal with kids who have gone astray. They deal with divorce. They deal with, 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 with every single struggle that we deal with. And then we also feel to think, you know, feel that because they're wealthy, so-called, I'll say so-called, that, that that solves a lot of problems. Well, it's, it, it pays a lot of bills, but I'm not sure it solves a lot of problems. Because remember, we all live according to what we earn. A guy who, li- who makes $10 a year may buy a house that's $1 a year. A guy who makes $20 a year may buy a house that's $2 a year. So when you're making millions, you buy a house that's millions. I mean, you have a mortgage that's thousands and thousands uh, you know, a month. And, then, and, and, and maybe you're, you're, you didn't get the last two roles that you auditioned for. Or maybe you, 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 you bought certain things or invested in certain things with certain projections. Or maybe you invested in something in the stock market and because you had that kind of money, you invested big and you lost big. You've got the same problems. The same creditors are going to come after you for $2 million that's going to come after me for $200. We are all human beings. I can't stress this enough that you know when I see these comments online and people just have nasty and hateful things to say. And I got to tell you, either you change your life or you look at your own life. Because if you have to take the time and you take the time just to, to, to get online and to type something nasty and, 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 and derogatory about someone, and in many cases, someone you don't even know. You're judging someone that you have, you don't even know, you have no clue. Do you do the same thing with the members of your own family? And how do they accept you for it or treat you for it? How would you feel if you have children and your child came home 
and they were suffering mentally and emotionally because someone was doing the same thing to them. You will be an uproar. When we have children, we all want to protect our children. It's an, it's an inherent, it's, it's, it's a natural instinct. And when someone hurts our child, even verbally, we get angry. I know I do. When my son comes home and says he had a bad day and you know, the other kids this, this, or what, you know, I have to remind myself that they're kids because for a moment there, my veins stick out. And then I, then I sort of, you know, take a step back from the initial reaction and recognize the situation. These are kids, and kids will be that way. And I try to talk to my kids about how they should react and how they should, you know, make sure that they keep their poise and, and, and not uh, sort of, um, we, don't, we use this term, take the higher road, and that's a nice term, but not necessarily taking the higher road, just, ne just necessarily remaining true to who they are and who we have raised them to be. We live in a society, in a world that has enough war, enough famine. Look at Turkey and Syria right now. We're dealing there. I think this morning I heard that the death toll from that earthquake is over 40,000 people. It, it, you know, it, we had a, the, the terrorist attack here, and we lost 3,000-something people that day. And that was... Unbelievable, 3,000 people wiped out in one moment. So imagine 40-something thousand people wiped out in one moment. Imagine the devastation of families, entire families gone. And when you think about that and you think of how fragile life is, you recognize that it is so important for us to have of uplifting things to share with each other. It's so important for us to think about our statements, think about what we write and what we say before we write it and before we say it. It's important because what we do, again, has an impact on someone else, and we have no control of what that impact will be and how things will end up. I personally don't want to say something to someone and they end up taking their lives. I personally would have difficulty living with it. I know there are many people out there who say, oh, well, that was their choice to take their life. But to me, if I was the catalyst as a human being, that's not something I can deal with or ever want to deal with. We're not perfect. There are times when I say things out of way and I'm not supposed to. But I also try to think about what I've said, recognize it, and I have no issue going to someone and saying, I apologize, I was wrong, it was not right of me, and I was out of line. The minute we decide to be empathetic and caring towards each other, we start to change this world. And while many believe that there's no change coming because we have evolved into into people that that with 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 negative habits and negative behavior that's irreversible, I want to hold out some hope that since I'm not the only podcast that reaches out to people to, to, to make the world a better place, to make the next generation for our children a better place, to, to fix the wrongs of the past and, and, and support the rights of the present and the future. I believe in hope. I believe that as long as I have breath, Almighty God gives me breath and a voice and I'm using it for the greater good that I have a chance to make a difference, either by one person or a group of people, however far I can get. I urge you all to think about what you say, not just online to celebrities and, and you know, watching people behave in public and having negative things to say, but also look at internally. Look at your children. Look at your family. Look at the comments you make in front of your kids when you're upset. Look at the comments you make to your spouse, to your siblings. You know, 
I have I belong to a group on WhatsApp called the Cousins Group, and it's a private group with myself and cousins, my cousins all over the world, and this we're 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 pretty large in numbers. The beauty about this group that I found out after a while was the connection that we had. The the ability for anyone to come on on WhatsApp and talk about their day or their challenge or what's going on at that moment. And it's amazing to see how many of us would jump on to give advice and words and support, all positive. And you wonder why I'm saying this because, yeah, maybe I'm just talking about empowerment, but no. I'm talking about life. Yesterday morning, one of my cousins in that group, Valentine's Day yesterday, right? Yeah, she woke up yesterday morning. She's maybe a year and a half older than I am. Two hours later, she was dead. Dead suddenly. Not from any impact, not from any accident, dead. Wasn't feeling well, went to the hospital, flatlined four times, and the fifth time didn't make it. There's an autopsy scheduled for Friday morning because we are all in shock and we, we can't begin to even deal with it because we're still saying how and why. The point I'm making to you is that imagine if my last words to my cousin were those of hatred, those spewing anger or something negative. Maybe some of you can live with that as your last words to someone you love or to anyone. But I can't and I won't. This world deserves us as human beings who occupy it to make it a better place. To recognize that even those we see on TV and all those celebrities that we adore are human beings before they're anything else. They're flawed just like us. They have different personalities just like us. They make mistakes just like us. And they need forgiveness and understanding just like us. Please think about your words before you share them. Think about what you write online. If you're in a bad mood in a bad place, the best thing might be to might be to remain silent and to deal with where you are until you're in a better place before you offer up words to someone else. We have to live in this world together until we're no longer a part of this world. I hope you'll join me in my effort to make sure that we do everything we can to make this world a better place. It's been my pleasure to be here with you once again. I'm your host, Julian Perry. Until we talk again, until we bring a new topic into perspective, take care of yourselves and do take care of each other.